All right, if you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to Luke's Gospel, chapter 13. Preston, I was hoping maybe uh, since I'm wearing this microphone, uh, after two days of revival preaching by uh, the gentleman that, you know, maybe it would take over me, but uh, it hadn't yet, but uh, uh, he knows what I'm talking about. But we have been, we were privileged uh, uh, Friday night and Saturday night, and we thought it was going to be tonight, but the schedule had changed. Um, um, uh, Dan Moeller, uh, through uh, St. Matt's, uh, held a revival. Uh, they held the revival here, and uh, let me tell you, I, I couldn't make it Friday night, um, Preston was here, but I made it last night, and uh, to see this place, uh, to see these men and women uh, that are going through drug rehabilitation, uh, that are going through this, and see them praising the Lord, wow, unbelievable, just, I mean, some of them had been at the lowest of lows, and to see them now, man, what a blessing, what a blessing. So, back to where I was going. Uh, Luke chapter 13, beginning with verse 6. Luke chapter 13, beginning with verse 6. And he told this parable. A man had a fig tree that was planted in his vineyard. He came looking for fruit on it, and he found none. He told the vineyard worker, listen, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it even waste the soil? But he replied to him, Sir, leave it this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. Perhaps it will produce fruit next year, but if not, you can cut it down. Now, this is a familiar parable. You've heard this parable before. I've made reference to this parable many times, uh, especially with my garden skills. Uh, you know, I, I, and you know that I'm not very patient on some things. And so, you know, my thing, cut it down. You know, but let's look at it from a, from a different perspective this morning. And, and as we think of this story, uh, let's be reminded of some things. First of all, the Jews... And this is when this was written. The Jews as a nation was a highly favored group. Remember, they had been taken out of Egypt. And they had been placed in this fertile land. And they had been placed by God in this place. And God was caring for them and protecting them. And his divine wisdom was upon them. And, 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 and he had plant, planted them in a, in a place that really there was no excuse not to produce fruit. But you know, when you think of the fig tree and you look at this, at the same time, even though they were in the promised land, even though they were where God wanted them to be, some of them were not producing fruit. And really in this story, we find that the grace of God, the grace of our Lord is shown here by saying, no, let's give it one more year. Let's, let's dig, let's fertilize, let's do these things and give it one more year. You know, as we, as we think about this, I, I want us to think of us this morning. We're going to have new birthdays this year. You know, some, some of, see, what's today, the seventh there? Six. Six, right? 
Yes, okay. Sorry to put you on the spot there. My brother's birthday then is Tuesday. This is his eighth. That's Justin's. Okay. You know, new birthdays, that means we're getting older, right? Okay. Uh, what happens when we get older? <laughs> we don't have enough time for that, do we? Hey, have you know I've noticed my skin is drier. Now I know it's the winter time for us. <laughs> winter. Uh, that that's that's just makes me laugh here in Florida. But, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, but, you know I, I notice aches in my knuckles. That, that's just the tip of it, isn't it? That's just the beginning of it. But, but, you know, in our lives, God has been gracious, hasn't he? God has been gracious. And, and you think about what our Lord has done. Think about our Heavenly Father. We have just finished worshiping the birth of Christ. And as we worshiped about that, it, we, we looked at the hope and we looked at the love and, and, and we looked at all those things that, that Christ brings. And how the Jews were his chosen people. And those of us who've accepted Christ we have been planted. And I know you say, well, preacher, there's a lot of rough things going on. But, but again, we have been planted in the word of God. We have been planted through Jesus Christ. And maybe the question is, why aren't we producing fruit? Why are we just growing and not producing fruit? Here was this one that, that, that was looking at his trees. And, and, and think about again, think about this tree. It was the what? Fig tree. Now, in that area, in those days, and especially in that area, fig trees were important. Fig trees had been around. But, you know, what did Adam and Eve sow together? The leaves of the fig tree. I mean, they've been around, and so the fig tree had significance. Fig tree was also a, a, a fruit that provided much nourishment. And, 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 and so of those things, it was not producing. Today, we have been blessed in many, many ways. And I want us to, to look at, not that I uh, <laughs> preach in a, a message of death, but, but, you know, we have a responsibility be, to be fruitful for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? To be fruitful. Now, there's many ways to be fruitful. There's not just one way. But, you know, as you look at this passage of Scripture, it talks about how if we're not careful, we become a cumbrance. That we become a handicap. That, that we, we become a stumbling block. Have you ever noticed in my limited, limited uh, gardening experience that no matter what's going on, the weeds seem to grow better than the plant? You know, have you ever wondered about that? I mean, those weeds, they just grow. And I, and I wonder about that sometimes. And, and, and the plant, you know... Well, we know that the weeds can choke out the plant, but, you know, in, in, in our own way, God has given us many things. God has given us the right soil. God has given us the, this, this very precious moment in life. And so, look with me. In, in verse 6, I said a moment ago, it says, and, and he told this parable, a man had a fig tree that was planted in a vineyard. Now, Something to note about this. This fig tree was not just planted on the side of the road. It wasn't a, you know, a, a, something that was just 
popped up by itself. It had been placed in a position to what? A position to, 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 to make fruit. In other words, it was put in a vineyard. It was put in a special plot of ground that was taken care of, that had been worked, that had been cultivated, that had been made so that trees and other things could produce. What did God what has God done for the children of Israel through the ages? He, he's put them in places where they could produce, but many times they, they, they squandered that opportunity. Think about us. God has given us so much. I know some, some, maybe some of you are sitting there and saying, well, Brother Frank, God hasn't given me that much. But think about God's grace. Think about with me this morning God's mercy. Oh, we have, have been blessed by the mercy of God. We have been blessed by His grace. But think about how the Lord, how as a child of God, we have been placed in that vineyard and God has cultivated the ground. He has sacrificed for us. He has paid the price. He's made things possible so that we could be fruitful. But we don't always. Have you noticed some other interesting thing? That tree had been there three years. And the, 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 the caretaker was ready to say, let's cut it down. But then as talking about it, they said, give it one more year. Think of the ministry of Christ was three years. He had worked with people. He invested himself with people. He shared with the disciples. He, he moved. And, and, and again, what did he tell the disciples time after time after time? Go ye therefore, King James. I'm sure he didn't speak that uh, uh, in the King James, uh, even though there are some that do. Um, but to go into what? To all nations, to baptize, to teach, to share the gospel. You see, here we find a very hopeful character in the sense of a fig tree. And, and, and this fig tree represented one who had been born from above, who had received a new nature, who, who was a new creature. And, and, and God has done that with us. And, and think about what God has done for us. And he's placed us in a place to grow. Another, as I've already mentioned there in verse 6, what about, about a great privilege? You know, this morning, if you are a child of God, you're a part of the family of God. And I, don't, I know we've just finished the holidays, and some of you are saying, Preacher, I am so glad that my, my family has left. I understand that statement. You know, I understand that. But let's not forget about the family of God. Last night, Brother Preston, wasn't it great to see the family, part of the family that was here? Worshiping here. Young ladies over here, young men over here. Young men and young ladies that have struggled in their life. Many who had said their life was over. Many who had decided to end their life at some point. But to see them now with life again. To see them praising the Lord. Guys, we need to see the awesome privilege that we have and how we have been chosen by the Lord and how he has planted us. I know sometimes I hear people say, you know, why did you put me in LaBelle? Lord, I, I, you know, it, it, we, this is natural. A lot of young people said, I can't wait till I'm 18. I'm getting out of LaBelle. 
And then when they're 30, they're back in LaBelle. Now, as, as we think about that, sometimes God plants us in a certain place. And if God has planted us in a certain place, then we need to realize that we need to be fruitful in that place as long as God has planted us there. There might be a time later that God plants you someone else. But if, we, but if we've been given the privilege, and guys, this is a privilege. There are still people who do not know Jesus Christ, who have not accepted him for various reasons. Things that Satan has put in their minds. Lies that the, Satan has sold them, and they have not accepted Jesus Christ. And I do believe that Jesus Christ is a saving agent. But we need to be a testimony. We need to be a testimony to them. And look where God has placed us. You know, for, for a long time, I used to put Bibles in the back just for anybody to pick up. And, you know, after a while, nobody was picking them up, so I put them on that shelf. Well, last night, I put Bibles out, and people were, again, the people that we had here, they started picking them up. They said, can we have this? I said, by all means. I'd rather have a Bible in someone's hand than on a shelf. Think about that. Guys, we, we, we need to, to see the, 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 where God has planted us. And, and if God has planted us, he's going to supply and he's going to protect us, just like this fig tree. And, 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 and we need to see the privilege. In John chapter 15, verse 16, he says, I have chosen you and ordained you that you should bring forth fruit. Now, guys, we don't need to get, well, I got this and... You know, Remember the old 4-H contest? And, and, you know, there'd be the best, you know, fruit there showing. You know, I, I understand that, and I'm not, I'm not against that at all. But, guys, we need to be producing fruit. We need to be sharing. We need to see that we have been given an, a, a, a responsibility, but we've also been given a privilege. But then look at verse 7. He told the vineyard worker, listen, for three years, I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it even waste the soil? None was found. Now, as you look at this passage of Scripture, you know, the human side of us, well, who's to blame? Well, there's got to be somebody we can blame on this. You know, either the caretaker wasn't working hard enough, if the caretaker would have worked hard enough, you know, we, we, we go through this, this cycle. But, you know, as children of God, and I am asking myself this, why are we fruitless sometimes as we stand before the Lord? You know, sometimes we take the emphasis off of bearing fruit and say, well, preacher, Look at those leaves. They are the greenest leaves that you could ever have seen. Look how shiny those leaves. We put the emphasis on the wrong thing. It's not the leaves that count. Now, I know we could get into debate. Well, you've got to have leaves to do this and that. But, but bearing fruit, the opportunities, being fruitful, failure to, to prove and, and, and to do what the Lord has, has called us to do. The Lord says, seek fruit. It, it is right for us to expect fruit. If you're looking at a fruit tree, it, it, it is right for us to, to expect fruit on that tree. 
How long are you going to keep those trees that don't produce fruit? Then it says, cut it down. Last year, you know, we're still going, we're going through flu season, and even some of our members, as I speak, are still going through the flu. In the 2016-17 year, in the United States, over 80,000 people died from the flu. This year, in the United States, if it goes like last year, over 2 million 500,000 people will die, not from flu, but will die. Death is a, what? Death is a natural process. Now, as is, is, is we think of that, the master's complaint was that this tree was not producing fruit. But here's something else to look at. Let's not forget the long-suffering grace of God. Three years. Some would say, well, that's not, that's not long for a fruit tree. But aren't you glad God didn't give up on us in three years? Some of us would say, well, preacher, it's been longer than that. God is good. But what about our privileges? Has the Master found the fruit in our lives? that he would say, well done. How long is it since we have been converted and, and how long have we been planted in the vineyard of the Lord and, 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 and what are we doing? Are we just receiving the, the nourishments, drinking up the sap, soaking in the sunshine, but have an ungrateful heart? Guys, we need to see what the Lord wants us to do. The caretaker said, cut it down. In Isaiah chapter 7, verse 13, he says, listen, the house, listen, house of David, it is not enough for you to try the patience of men. Will you also try the patience of God? Do you think some of us, including myself, are trying the patience of God by not being fruitful like the Lord has commanded us to do? You know, privileges, you know, abuse and, and, and those things. We, 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 we see that, again, what are we supposed to be doing? The grace of God teaches us to, to, not, to deny ungodliness, to, to live a, a life that is righteous before Him. So, in the King James, it uses that word cumbrance. I like the word, but uh, we don't use that. That are we in this coming year, the Lord looking at us and said, look, are you that cumbrance? Are you that hindrance? Are we becoming a burden, a hindrance? Here we find that the, the maker pleads for more grace. He said this year also. Then, then look with me, verse 8. He said, but he replied to him, sir, leave it this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. I love the King James. And dug and dung is what one of the words they use there. And we're fertilized, right? Fertilize. What is that telling us? This coming year, 
I don't know what our status in the sense of producing fruit for the Lord, but are we willing to let the master dig around us and fertilize us so that we're more productive in the coming year? Or we say, well, you know, I've been this way for this, this how many years? You know what? I've made it this long. I don't want no one digging around me. When I say digging around us, when's the last time we have received a fresh word from God? When is the last time we've read our Bibles? When is the, the last time we have allowed God to have intercessory with us? When is the last time we have allowed that to take place and to learn you see, if we're just living for ourselves, what good are we? How long are we going to last just living for ourselves? The master said, here, let me dig around it. Let me, let me fertilize around it. And, and, I, and I believe it, it, it's talking about, again, for us, God has planted us for a purpose. And, 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 and maybe this coming year we need to learn from his word. You know, we, we're a gifted nation in the sense that we still have the Word of God, and we don't have to hide this book. We need to read this book in this coming year. We need to challenge ourselves and, 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 and allow that extra digging to go on. And we need to allow that where the roots are, are, are fertilized. And, and again, we sing about God, and, and I loved every one of the songs that Miss Tara led us in today, but, and I get excited about our songs, but God, let's get excited about God. Amen? We, we need to allow His richness. We need to allow His abundancy. We need to allow the things of God to come back into our system, and, and as He digs around our roots, that we would accept that and, and maybe remove other things that need to, and in the process of, of hearing that, we begin to grow fruit. I know each year as Brother Preston talks to people about Judgment House, people tell him, oh, Brother Preston, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. I, I've never done that. And somehow, Preston gets him to try it. He's good at that. But I really think it's God working. And God moves and they try it and they see a side of them. They come back later. They're excited. They're jubilant. They said, I never had an idea that I could do that. Or, or, and then look what God did with it. Guys, I, I, I want us to see and we need to be asking God, God, vitalize us in this coming year. And that we would be excited to, to uh, see that taking place. And, and the results of that. And after that. To see the tree produced. And, and to see us producing fruit. And, and, and inviting people to church. And, and even in ourselves getting excited. And, and instead of sitting there and saying, God, this is what I want you to do for me. We say, God, what can I do for you? God, what can I do for you? And you know, God is waiting on us to, to look at things and, 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 and to look at things in, in His eyes. This morning, I just want to remind us that if we don't produce fruit, we're worthless. And even after that last year, where we were given the chance to cultivate, it says, cut it down. This morning, 
I know I need God to cultivate me. And I need to allow it. Maybe it's something I'm not expecting. You know how we are. We're, oh, oh, wait a minute, I wasn't expecting that. But you know, God is cultivating in our lives. Wouldn't, you know, and, and God can get tough. And God can, God can, but why is he doing it? He's doing it for our betterment. I know Miss Allison Burns is not here this morning. But I know when Miss Allison's cleaning my teeth, I wonder why she's got to be like she is cleaning my teeth. I feel like she's scraping and scraping and scraping, but she's doing it for my good. I, I wonder sometimes, but, but you know, God does the same thing. Sometimes we say, oh God, it don't have to be this hard. Well, we've allowed it to get that hard. But why is God wanting to do it? He, he knows that if we allow him, great things can be produced. I hope you would join me this morning. Saying, God, if I'm not producing the fruit that I need to produce, that I would allow you. And whatever that might be, Lord, I would allow you to dig around me and to cultivate me so that I can produce fruit for you and be about your ministry in the coming year. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for your word. And Lord, many years ago, as this parable was shared. And Lord, even the importance of the fig tree, but Lord, may we be reminded of the importance that we have been saved by you as a child of God, not to do just what we want, but to be productive for you, doing those things that are pleasing to you. Not looking at self, but doing those things that you've called us to do, and producing that fruit. And Lord, in doing so, we will experience so many new and exciting things. And Lord, I pray that in the coming year, we would be about allowing you. And for us, at the same time, looking to grow in our life. Lord, we ask this in your son's name. Amen.